Welcome to the Imagine Place podcast. I'm your host, Doug Shapiro, and I'm searching for voices that can help inspire a more creative and courageous youth. A few episodes back, I mentioned that I had some good stuff sitting in the archives that I've been waiting to pull out. One of those is Nadia Boras Markovich. Nadia is from Mexico City, but she is also half Serbian and brings these incredible kind of cultural understandings and deeper ways of thinking about story and reflection. There's a poem in this episode. It's actually from her dad, and it is a beautiful poem. And so I, I hope I get the chance to actually uncover more of his work. Nadia, if you hear this, you should be sharing those. There is just so much good stuff in here, including at the end, there was a small phrase that she said about always having your story present in you. That kind of stuck with me. In the moment, I actually didn't recognize that small little phrase until now listening back and editing this almost a year later. Anyways, there's just so much goodness in these next 17 minutes. I'm really happy to share it with you. You know, I was really excited to interview you. And then when I received your drawing of the house that you, well, that you drew when you were seven and your dad built, I was like, oh my God, I got, goose, I got goosebumps. I got goosebumps. I can't believe this. For me, for me, it's very special because my dad passed away on September last year and he lived there until the last day of his life. And it was a very important place for him. So, yeah. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Because I see like there's a there's a range, a kitchen table. I mean, there's all these details in this drawing that was drawn by a seven-year-old, clearly, because it's in crayon, right? I mean, it may not be easy to remember, but you're seven years old, your dad buys a piece of land and you say, Hey, I'm going to design your house or our house. I mean, what? It was, it was like for the, the weekend house, you know, the okay. house for the weekends, which is in a place that it's like an hour from here, uh, from Mexico city. So it, 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 it was supposed to be like the weekend house, you know? Nice. And he built it based on your specifications, right? Yes, that's it. He, it lasted 10 years to build it, but we were enjoying it since the year five, even though it wasn't finished. And it was a weekend house. And then he went there for his retirement to live there. And, and he spent there his, his last years. He was a poet. He was a journalist. And he was... Um, yeah, writing a lot there. So he was a poet. Is there a poem yes. that he's written that's special to you? There, yes, there are lots of them. But when I was little, when I was sick, he wrote this poem about how this little girl had this, um, the temperatures start raising and it burned her clothes and then her house and then her city and then her country and then the whole planet blew up because of the temperature and it turned into thousands of perfect and beautiful stars in the universe. Oh I mean, that's my the, gosh. Yes. Are you kidding me? Yeah. 
Yes. That is amazing. What a vivid imagination. Yes, and he was very worried about, you know, when I, whenever I got sick, he was very worried. So he, I, I guess he pulled out his stress by writing. <laughs> so he wrote on that subject. <laughs> well, maybe uh, at the end of this episode, you can read one of those in Spanish. Um, yes, I don't have it here. So oh, what do you know? What kind of yes. daughter are you? I, I, I mean, come on. <laughs> I, wasn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't prepared for that. So, you know, I'm just maybe kidding. Maybe I can find it. <laughs> no, you're in your office. It'll, you know, we'll let you go. Yes. We'll let you go. My mother is from Serbia. And my, my father went there as um, a journalist for a newspaper that is called Novedades here in Mexico. And, um, and uh, he went there for three years and he learned the language. It was Yugoslavia by then, still. So he learned the language and he met friends and he was hanging up with a lot of uh, um, gypsies. Because there's a lot of gypsies there since he was like, a, he looked like a gypsy. So he was like, uh, very like them. And in the meanwhile, my mother was dating an architect from Mexico. That, that That's the only link that I have with architecture. But I, I swear, I look a lot <laughs> to my father. <laughs> <laughs> and this architect and my father were friends. And as my father knew the language, and the architect didn't because they 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 talked each other in French with my mother, uh, he said to my father, "Why don't you teach Spanish to Nava, which is my mo my mother's name, and because you already know how to speak Serbian, so you can teach her Spanish." And the rest of the story you can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> so that friendship that friendship ended. <laughs> Uh, yes, <laughs> that's wow. the power of la language. <laughs> that is wild. Yeah. yeah. And now here you are, you know, years later on a podcast. <laughs> um, that's pretty wild. When I came up with, I went to be an architect when I was seven. Both of them looked at me like, what? <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't do it. What are you talking it. about? <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't know, I didn't know that the story until I was like 18, you know, when I was studying yeah. at the university. Yeah. So take take me there. You're 18. You're pursuing an architecture degree, um, and at that time, yes. would you call it an uphill battle? There's not uh, that at that time. There were probably not a lot of studying female architects, right? That, I mean, yeah, that's right. It's that's still right. underrepresented, but we're we're changing that, right? It is changing. It has changed a lot, actually. When I started school, the first year we were in my group, we were a hundred students, and um, of those one hundred students, just five women. Wow, five girls. Yes, so that's a lot. And then as the as the career go went by. Uh, they started like splitting up and we ended up uh, like just of those 100 in my group, just in my group, we finished 30 of us. We finished the career and, and, and graduated. And of those five girls, just three of us graduated. Yeah. I mean, and that's only, wow. you know, because there, are, there were other groups, you know, but it was more like the same. 
But now, if you go to the university and look at the, at the, at the ratio, it's house on house right now. Love it. Love it. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, congratulations. And even, yes, 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 yes. And even in, 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 in my work, uh, here in, in, in the office where I work, when I, st- I started 15 years ago, and I, we, there were 50, 50 people, and we were three architects, female architects. And I started, um, uh, I created the interior uh, design area of the office. And uh, now we are 40 in, in interior design. And of those 40, I think maybe 30 are women. So, yeah, it's, uh, wow. it's, a, good, it's a good thing. And in the architecture side, of the office is it's more or less forty percent of women as well. You've been a part of uh, the growth of this company, which you just described, and you've grown so much. What do you think you would attribute your growth to in this industry, specifically in architecture and design? When you pursue your goals, no matter what happens. And you are like really, really, really into it. And no matter what you are, you are, you, you see, you put your eyes in that goal and you go for it. And a lot of things happen in the way, but you cannot look at the sides or back. You have to look hmm. to, to your goal. So if you look straight, then, you know, I think that's the way I, I, I achieved to do that because there were many, many bumps in the way and many difficulties and many, many hard things to, to manage. But I don't know, I I have always been very um, brave and independent Um, because, you know, as I told you, I'm an early child. So I, I almost grew up by myself. I mean, in terms of, of, of building that for me, you know, and, and my parents let me be very free in everything. So, mm. so I, I, I always thrive to discover new things and, 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 and do new things and do things that no other girl did because I always wanted to do, to, to research and, 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 and to, to be more than the other girls. So I, I think maybe that's why, you know, it, it just happens because yeah. I, I had these from my childhood. So do you yeah. still, do you still do that? Do you still kind of at times yeah. think like that and feel like that? I think that's already part of me. You know, it, mm. it, 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 it isn't something that I have to think about or to plan. It just happens because it's in me. It's already in me. Yeah. But the thing that I do now is that I try to, to um, communicate and to share that with other girls that are coming, with the other, you know, the, the, the other architects, the young architects that are coming on the way, and even even little girls, you know, that that, that I know, you know, the, the the daughters of my friends or or the the teenagers that are still thinking about what are they going to do in their life, you know. So I I, I really I like to share that because because it's very important and 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 it gave me a lot of of strength. And no fear, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think that's well said. I would just love to to kind of hear how you talk about design when you're talking to your clients. I'm not an architect 
because of I, I had not that job as an architect. I am an architect and a designer from the inside of me, you know, all the time, 24 hours, 25 hours, 26 hours a day. I am an architect and a designer. That's who I am from the inside. You know, I, it doesn't, it, it doesn't go away when I finish, you know, the, the eight hours of work. It, it doesn't go, don't go away any, any, any of the time. It, it's always there. So, and, and I'm so passionate about this that I think when you transmit this to the people that you are giving a service, because I think architecture is not only an art or design, it's not only an art, it's also a service for a user because you transform the spaces that people live in, that people use in. So it's not just a, a matter of ego, no? It's not a matter mm -hmm. of I'm creating some art. It's, it's a matter of really helping and transforming the spaces that people live in, where the people have their experiences, their life experiences, their, their, where, where they have these memorable moments. Where, so it's very important, you know, it, it became very important to understand what people want, what the users want, what, what, uh, what are the main things. And you have to go very deep into their minds and into their souls and try to understand them in another level, more than just a program or square meters, you know? So, yeah. because for me, it, as it comes from my heart, it, I have to reach the people's hearts to know what to design for them. And, 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 and to be able to create for them an experience that will transform the way they think, the way they feel, the way they live, you know, and they, they, to make a better experience for them. And, and, and I think that's what we are as artworks. We have to be as designers, creators of experiences, actually. I love that. I absolutely love that. And, and you're right, because design is, is really to be experienced. It's not to be seen in a photo it's to be felt and i guess I, I, you were talking about getting to what someone wants i kind of want to get into that because i wonder as an architect and designer are you often or sometimes in a position where maybe you know more about what is good for someone than what they know because i think a lot of times people don't always know what they want. And if I ask someone what they want, they may not even be able to tell me, but they know it when they see it or feel it. Um, how, do you, how do you help people really understand what's good for them or what's possible if they themselves can't see it? Yeah, that's, that's often, that's often uh, true. Um, a lot of people, they, they know that they want some kind of place, but they don't know what exactly and how. So that's why they call an architect or a designer, no? And uh, I, I, I help them getting into what they really want, asking them about their life experiences. You know, tell me your story. What do you do uh, in, in your day-to-day uh, where do you work? How do you work? Do you like uh, more uh, places that are that have more light, that are more dark? Maybe we can go to take a coffee to some different kind of places to 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 tell me so so they can tell me if they feel comfortable with the space or what. Because sometimes you can feel 
like very comfortable in a space or be very repelled by the space. So, hmm. and you don't know why. Sometimes you don't know why, but you feel it because we all humans are sensible and we feel things, <laughs> you know, yeah. beyond, uh, beyond our physical body. So I try to I try to understand them in another in another way so they can express themselves or maybe I can put the words or the ideas in them so they can start imagining but uh, but in the process you it's the process is like a river you know the process is like a river and and then you know the the main path of the river you have to follow, but then you have this little river, this little <laughs> ways of water that goes from this river that you can you can go and take a look around what's happening there, and then come back to the river again so you don't get lost because you have to go to reach the ocean. You know, <laughs> that's pretty good. I don't know if you just came up with that, but I <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> so, um, if you're listening, all all you have to do is Google your name, Nadia. Boras Markovic. Now, I don't trill my R's very good. I'm sorry about that. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> don't worry, don't worry. If we Google your name, you'll see all sorts of uh, photos of you holding up plaques and trophies. So you've you've had a lot of recognition, but what is it that you're most proud of? You know what? I... I, I don't do this because of, of the recognition or because of the trophies or the prizes or whatever. I, I just do this with all my passion and I'm really proud of that because I put really, really all, all what I have to, to, to design and to work with the teams because this is an achievement of a team actually you know it's not the mm. things that i've done by myself and all the all the recognitions that 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 we've got is because of the team with whom i've been working with all the time so so i think uh, uh, i i love the 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 end results always but i think the most satisfaction is that the users in the end are really satisfied and are really uh, having memorable moments in the in the spaces that we designed and and that that's that's the best thing that 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 I can be grateful for well Nadia this was awesome uh, I loved I loved <laughs> your stories especially I love the stories of your family um, it was really fun to learn about you you know in the end it's what shapes you now your own story your own storytelling <laughs> is the thing that shapes you. And, and you have to always, you know, uh, be, uh, have it present in, your, in yourself and in your mind and in your heart. For more design stories, visit us at OFS.com slash imagine a place. From OFS, I'm Doug Shapiro. Thanks for listening. <laughs>